blah. Y'all already know what it is. Your boy, Yako, what it do to reality. The holders podcast in Vegas and Chicago. What up? This is the place where you want to hide from your drama or maybe hide from your baby mama. <laughs> Just kidding. If you want to change your life, if then subscribe. Cha-ching! By the way, I just published my first book called Shabbat in Chicago. It's out on Amazon. It's about an audacious single mom who opens her heart and home to five adopted kids while being Jewish. And today, guys, we have a very, very special guest. Some of my brothers. So give it up for the one and only Ellie, what's up, bro? What's up, what's good? Sorry to be on here. Same here, brother. I'm happy, man. You understand. I was to friends. I was like, yo, I'm about to have my boy. I've been waiting to have this moment. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> So, look, brother, I want to share a little story. Okay. I have a lot of favorite moments, but moments just recently just happened. So, for those who don't know, my brother Ellie, he's part of my crew. We're called the Midrash Crew. Wednesday, a bunch of guys, all different backgrounds, Latino, Black. Um, you you understand? We diverse, and we get together. We talk about life, we or, and then at the end, you know, we you know, time, you know, cheers. But the best part, I got to have a little surprise. No one was expecting this. I said, "Look, I have a surprise." Just but it was so nice to have everybody and my big surprise. Dun, dun, dun. I had Rabbi Frommelwitz, my Rebbe. And for those who don't know, he is my favorite Rebbe. He's been on my podcast. Rabbi with security guards, bodyguards, you name it, in Vegas. So he's the big deal, okay? Came and I got to share my little, you know, my little lesson only took like five or ten minutes. I made it short. He feeds off of that and hits me up with some uppercuts because I wasn't ready for those questions. I was like, Rabbi, you got me right there. <laughs> and it was so cool. cool. Took shots with the rabbi. And not only that, bracha, a blessing was to continue. And I love that. I think that was an amazing moment. I just had to share that. And, and, and what about you, brother? What, what, um, what can you remember from that night and, and any memories you remember of us? Well, I remember my favorite memory of us, man, was the first time we met, you know, we we're at the Moisha house, you know, hanging out. And I just run into you, I'm like, oh, hey, another, you know, ethnic Jew, finally, finally somebody to kind of connect with. <laughs> so immediately we just started connecting on music, on like our cultures, and you know, just getting close like that. And that's one of my favorite memories of just us, you know, finally finding another brother, you know, finding another, you know, somebody who understands our kind of perspective on Judaism. And that was beautiful. And at that, at that Midrash crew, you know, taking shots from Rabbi, the Disarono, that was, <laughs> that was a highlight for sure. You know, asking all those questions, you know, seeing him hit you with a couple questions back. That was a good time. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you. And, and I want to thank you, brother, for being like, you know, to, to keep coming you know it, it means so much you and me and josh are in the group and i think it's nice that we we have that special bond you know what i'm saying and um it's like everyone i have like a connection with and i love what you said we were at the wedding and we were talking and you're like look and you you told somebody at, at the wedding you're like yeah so um 
we we're like Jedi's, you know. We keep it secret. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We we don't tell people we we having this like, enclave. enclave. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was so epic, brother. I I love that. And also, I have a good memory when we when it was your birthday last year. Um, we went out to um Commonwealth. Right. It was the first time I met all your other friends together. We actually like bar hop. We went there. We went to a few other spots, and it was dope, man. We had to stop by El Cortez. They got the best drink deals, no lie. <laughs> right, I free mushroom on my birthday, and I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what well, what about your birthday that just passed? I know your birthday just passed. Did you uh, did you remember that night? Anything that that you know? What, what was happening? <laughs> You know, you know, I'm keeping up the uh, tradition of getting the two beers, double fisting the beers, taking the picture. You know, I'm keeping that tradition alive. But mostly last year or this year, I was just, you know, taking it easy, hit Parkway, you know, had everybody together and pretty much just kept it pretty light this year. I didn't want to, you know, do that crazy bar hop last year. <laughs> That's dope, man. That's dope. And, and brother, you know, you share a little bit because tonight is about you brother you you today you you know you the the, the guest star so please share like your background um if you were born and raised in vegas your hobbies you know tell us a little bit so we get to you know figure out who's this person <laughs> right right on so you know grew up here in vegas born in 97 due to Two Jewish parents, you know, they gave me the name Eliezer. You know, that's not so common out here. So, you know, I always got to tell people, got educate them, you know, bring them to light that my name actually is kind of common out in Israel. And yeah, I grew up here in Vegas in 97. We were living primarily in Summerlin. You know, I'm a Palo kid. I get a lot of flack for that. But, you know, whatever it is, jealous. Everybody's jealous. <laughs> and uh, played football a lot, you know. Had a pretty solid childhood growing up playing football. Eventually, I went to college and joined AEPI. That's where I met Josh. That's where I met a lot of my Jewish friends. And, you know, grew on that relationship. And from there, you know, I worked with my friends before, you know, we worked together in different jobs. And now, recently, making a move into insurance. Uh, and, and how do you like it, bro? I know that's a big shift. Like, what, what's, uh, you know, everybody's crashing I, I know it's sad to say this but Vegas because of DUI people are drinking driving vaccine you know what's what's the like do you get so many calls all at once like is there like specific day you know like damn Friday is gonna be a lot of calls or Monday like how, how was your day to day you know, it's pretty, pretty quiet, pretty usual. You know, I get maybe two or three calls. Somebody who doesn't have insurance right now, they're looking for insurance, getting their car registered. And yeah, I'll, you know, give them a quick quote. A lot of different carriers from the spot I'm at now went from being a agent over at different company to being broker. So now I have more options, you know, different options to quote from. And a lot of it's just, you know, quoting them out saying, hey, man, you know, I want you to be honest with me. If you have any accidents, you have any tickets in the last three years, like, oh, no, I'm clean. I'm clean, man, for like 10 years. I'm like, all right, all right. You know, I give them the number. I'm like, all right, last thing I got to do is run a report and make sure, you know, you don't have any accidents or anything. Yeah, man, I'm clean. I'm clean. My favorite thing is, you know, you know, what happened in 2022? You know, what happened with that? And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, 
kind of expanding on, yeah, I was in an accident. I'm like, all right, well, it's going to take a lot more time. If you're not going to be honest with me, Matt, but no matter what, I got your number. This is going to be the new number. And the market in Vegas is just getting kind of crazy at this point, you know? Like, you know, Vegas is a high-risk state, you know? We got drunk drivers. We got crazy roads, a lot of different people coming in, moving in. And, you know, it's bringing the rates up so much so that, you know, I see some people going from maybe $200 a month for full coverage, like $600 a month are giving me calls. They're like, yo, what's the deal with this? Why is this happening? And largely a lot of what's going on is, you know, how many personal injury lawyer billboards you see when you're driving down the street? Like four or five, at least for me, on my drive to work, four or five. Wow. The insurance companies are seeing is like, hey, you know, Glenn Leonard's going to come over to me and make me pay out the full amount on every single crash that happens. So they're raising the rates up because, you know, they're bleeding money every day. So we've got a lot of that going on. You know, a lot of people with no licenses, no license plates, you know, driving around, they need insurance. So, you know, they come to me, they're like, hey, I haven't had insurance in like two months. Can you do something for me? And what they have is a lapse of insurance. And what that is, is like... Any day you go without insurance, you're in a lapse. And a lot of insurance companies don't like it because you don't have any insurance history on that day forward. So say, you know, in March, you're done having insurance. It's December. You got all those months of no insurance history. So they can't really report your driving habits. They can't really understand if you're a high-risk individual. So they're going to raise the price on you no matter what. So... And that's largely what's going on a lot. I mean, a lot of calls about that, explaining that to them. But largely, I have good options for people who are driving, you know, that 2015 car and older, you know, great options for that, great options across the board. And really just the market out here is just making a weird turn where a lot of insurance companies are just not writing for a certain amount of months. Like, they will stop writing for December like, hey, I know December is going to be really risky, a lot of accidents, a lot of thefts. We're not writing in December. So it's just lowering the amount of opportunities we have when putting insurance. Wow. And I have a question. So can you tell me this? I got a call from my insurance last night, yesterday, and they said that I'm sorry, um, due to the governor of Vegas, I don't know, I forgot his name, that the insurance rate has increased. And I said, what? My renewal has increased. I said, what? You guys just lowered my insurance rate because I just turned 31. So I don't know why is my other friend, on the other hand, he's 62. He got car insurance and the house insurance of the same company. He only pays like a hundred bucks a month. And, um, that has never gone up for him. So I was shocked. And I wanted to hear your input that because I just got the news yesterday. I don't know if they send you the same memo that now all the insurance is going up. I, I was curious. I, I had to pick at your brain. brain. Right. Well, I haven't seen any kind of memo of that so far. Maybe that's brand new. But largely what does affect that insurance rate is age you know, address, you know, zip code, each zip code could be a little bit higher risk than others, you know, a lot of deaths, a lot of accidents, a lot of claims, whatnot. And, you know, 
what could be doing that is, you know, we're getting more and more accidents and deaths. Like, you know, with the Hyundai situation, right? Like, you know, all the Hyundais from 2011 to 2022 are getting stolen like crazy. Yeah. And we're seeing a lot more of those. So that could also be an indicator of why. Mm. So it, it could be, and if, if my car is a 2019, that affected too, the newer the car is? Mm. A lot of questions like it's like, hey, you know, I got a brand new car. It's a safer car. So my insurance should be lower, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a safer car, but it's a brand new car. It's still a little <laughs> bit more expensive than, say, you know, your 2008 on the road. So I'm getting a lot of that. It's like, hey, you know, it's a safer car. It's like, yeah, but, you know, you got 10 computers in that car. That car is worth maybe 25 grand. A lot of people's limits are 25 grand. So in order to replace that car, it's going to be a lot more money. And they're going to ask a little bit more out of you for replacing that car. Whoa. Very interesting, brother. I might I might have you uh take a look at my thing because you know I it's crazy because in Chicago I was paying things. I had actually a cousin that worked for that insurance company. She was like the broker or or, or the I don't know the, the name, but for like 15 years, fam's the biggest discount. I got guess how much full coverage for my insurance. Just guess. Oh, guess what number? For your insurance. And you're 31, right? Let's rewind a little bit. I wore 25. 24, 25 over full coverage insurance in Vegas, right? In Chicago. 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 Okay, that's that's completely different. <laughs> I don't know. Chicago is different. I want to go around maybe sub $100 a month. Ooh. Oh. You're close. It was 45 bucks. It was $45 a month. Brother, you can't go wrong. I had that for six or seven years. When my cousin left the company to need life insurance, she's like, I can't give you that same discount. Insurance went up a little. Oh, no, she ain't there no more. You know, she you know that's my son. That's my cousin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I lost the power. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I lost the power. <laughs> well, to Vegas, I registered my car in Vegas, so I have a whole different adjuster and a whole new group. They're like, okay, great. Um, your bill is gonna be two hundred nine dollars, something like that. Two hundred two, and I was like, dang, I never paid. I said, I've been a loyal customer since day one. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Did you put in a claim to get your car fixed? Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't like. I didn't pay for it. it. Was the other party? They were at fault. Oh. It's still, still. Does it still count? It could, it, depending on each company, how they rate, because some companies are a little bit different. They just say, hey, you know, no, not a fall accident, not chargeable, we're not charging that. Some others are like, hey, you know, we see that, you know, there's a little bit of a history here. So it's a little bit higher, higher of a risk. We're going to take that into account. But generally, you know, I don't see many people paying more because they have a not a fall accident. Oh, okay. To make sure you know i got a little there's, a lot, of there's a lot of different little pieces that could make it higher you know zip code credit all of that and generally the biggest thing that i've seen that made an effect on quote was a reckless driving ticket that was big that was big an accident whatever but the reckless driving ticket was really what did it oh brother so yeah like so that would definitely so look, I, I want you to share a little bit about like um, you know, this is very interesting. You know, we're now 
you know, we're older now. We're not in college no more. And things has changed, right? The world, society. And, and sad, brother, there's a lot of discrimination, more than ever. For those who don't know, Vegas, out of um, graffiti around Summerlin, um, a lot of anti-Semitic remarks. Vegas is known, my opinion, the most diverse city with so many people with interracial couples, uh, uh, different religion, interfaith couples as well. You know, you see that a lot. You know, I think the best way to with that kind of like stigma or stereotype is you got to ask questions. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a stark reminder that, you know, it's still there. You know, it's not, you know, there's sometimes where it kind of dies down, you know, things, whatever. But like, it's still always going to be there. You know, it's always going to go up and down. What's important is that we're all, you know in line we're both connected all reaching out to each other saying hey guys i want you guys to look out i want you guys to be safe i want to like you know catch up with everybody get together make sure everybody's good and you know i've been seeing so much of that graffiti especially around that the unlv area we did a march back in 2017 i believe on that uh on that very fact and you know the jewish population here is rising you know we're getting more people in and it is making a stark difference. I'm seeing a lot more people, you know, everybody come together, meeting a lot of new faces and, you know, really seeing a new impact on the new community out here. Yeah, that's why I like, you know, I, I think, you know, you and I, we stand out a lot. If people were to see us, not think we're Jewish. Right. We can blend in, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I, I, I don't speak English. Say, say. <laughs> They're like, you good, bro. You good. No, but right. for real, I think we have an advantage. We, we blend in anywhere almost, you know. Right. It's like a double-edged sword. Like, we blend in, but, you know, we have, you know, on our culture, different various hates going towards us, you know. Generally, across the board with the African-American community, you know, it's more of, like, intrigue. They're like, oh, really? So, you're Black and Jewish. Like, is that, you know... Your mom's side is that your dad's side? It's like, no, it's both my parents, you know, they converted before I was born. And, you know, it's a part of my culture. And they're like, well, what culture are you really all about? It's like, are you more into your black culture? Or are you more into your Jewish culture? And I like to be a little bit of both. You know, I like to keep both in my mind. And, you know, I get a lot of, you know, a little bit of pushback from some of the African-American community. They're like, oh, well, are you, you know, really black? Are you really doing this? And I'm like, well... It doesn't really matter to me. To me, I'm who I am. I'm both black and I'm both Jewish. You know, I'm all these different things. I'm a unique individual. And if you're not about it, then you're not about it. I don't know what to tell you. No, that's a good answer. I like what you said, brother. Like, going back to, you know, you're Jewish and you're black, you know? Mm -hmm. And really, no one can really take that away from you. That's who you are. And I think people are not our world because we have our own world, right? You know, I got a Christmas sweater. We don't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was about to say, you play with sweater. Yeah, I got the bell too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got to get ready for the ugly party. So, you know, mm -hmm. you know how to do it. You know, your boy got to stretch. I like what you said, brother. And you know what? One of my good, good, really good friend. He, um, 
His name is um, Agassi. He's a good brother. He's like a, a big brother to me, too. And he said, going to say you're the first Latino Jew they have ever met, but you have the power to either bring light to them, shun them away from darkness. And, and he said something so dope. He said, Jewish people can also be black or Latino. And, you know, I've seen I've seen some other people ask me the same thing. It's like, are you black Israelite? I'm like, no, you know, it's a little bit more of a uh, lineage kind of thing. You know, I'm carrying on the lineage of being Jewish. I'm carrying on that history, that culture. And the black Israelites are a little bit on the different end. They think of a different kind of uh, belief system of you know, following Jesus and, you know, following Judaism at the same time, which is not really in line with being Jewish, is being, you know, still Christian, but with a different ideology. Yeah. Sure, brother. So I knew you were smart. I didn't know how to tell you. I already know. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's my thing, brother. That's my thing. But look, I'm a, I'm gonna wrap it up. Looks like the time's about to kick me out. Uh guys, this is the outlet to reality. The hold is Paul Casting. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Choo-choo. Y'all know where to find me. Instagram, YouTube, you find the outlet to reality. Chats take one pass it. And my TikTok is Cove 28 Where can my fans find you? I'm at Mobar Insurance, www.mobarinsurance.com. You know, I got some testimonials on there. got pictures of the agents. You know, if you guys are ever going through any kind of insurance troubles, be it, you know, lapsing, you know, suspended license, you know, high payments, you know, we can work out something. We do auto, we do home, commercial, do it all. So if you guys want to put in a, uh, a ticket or give me a call, 725-246-2280, we can help you out.